What is the worst quality you could have? Selfishness. Lack of self-awareness. Not having an opinion. What is happening? I was very excited to do this podcast. That answer just went in so many different directions. No, see, not get into that. Well, let's get into it. I think I got my name right when the beat hit. All right, cool. let's take it from the top. Shamir mm-hmm. said selfishness. Yep. Is that is that the worst quality you could have? I think it's one of the worst. But sometimes you got to be a little selfish. I mean, everyone has to be selfish. Obviously, it's no yeah. black and white. But I, I actually had this conversation with um, a friend. Uh, you were you were actually passed out in the back of the car, Shamir. But we were having this long conversation for like an hour, and he was saying that everything, everybody inherently is selfish. Even if you do things for other people, even if you do things for God, you are doing things because um, it it benefits you because you yeah. get some sort of reward or good deed. Yeah, I I don't necessarily agree with that, but it was an interesting point that he was making that everybody is. I mean, it's impossible to not be not yeah. selfish. But like, if you look at it from the other end, like selflessness is, in my opinion, a very good characteristic i think if you're aware of it or not right if somebody is fallen down and you go to help them out of instinct Mm -hmm. how could you process that oh this is gonna Mm -hmm. make me feel better or this is going to make me look good in that exact moment Mm -hmm. whereas if you are donating something yeah it's helping out but is it truly for selflessness or is it because it also makes you look good i don't know it's just like a yeah there's different ways to look at it maybe you're like a a used to like helping out people and it makes Mm -hmm. you feel good after right so like naturally when someone's like falling down or something you like help them up but Mm -hmm. your body's response naturally is going to be like oh i feel good after doing this so in a way yeah i mean some things are instincts too like for example like if you like give money to the poor or like if I like give money to the poor, like driving through the city, I don't like sit there like, oh, I feel good now. That's an instinct and I'm yeah. not gaining anything from it. That's like something that I've observed my whole life. So I'm like, wow, OK, let me just out of nowhere, just do that. But, you know, I'm not like sitting there like, oh, I feel good afterwards. Yeah. You know? What was yours? Mine was lack of self-awareness. Ooh. yeah, because like. Mm, yeah I had a conversation with someone about this yesterday too and um I was trying to explain to them I was like you're more they were like we had a basically an argument where we're talking about like being educated and it's like I was like you're more than welcome to educate people as long as the language that you use to educate them is something that they will be uh, like willing to accept it by so say for example if you're like oh like you know in the topic I'm bringing what I know to the table you're bringing what you know to the table and we're exchanging information respectfully but if you're like you don't know about this topic and I do therefore I'm going to tell you about this topic and you're going to listen sounds like me know it. hey but- a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> shout out shout out shout out for us but no um that and then also just like in a room when you do things to like that are like very clearly making other people feel uncomfortable, but like you have no idea that you're doing it. I just feel like that's not a great yeah. quality. I think in some situations, a lack of self-awareness can be hilarious. Like Absolutely. it could be, it could be, <laughs> it could be. But like not in most knowing, cases, sometimes that sort of naiveness of it's kind of innocent. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of funny. 
Yeah. But uh, actually, Shamir and I have talked about this a lot of times. Like, we'll be on my, um, you know, on my dining room table just like till five, six in the morning sometimes, <laughs> just like talking about different situations. But there's a lot of people that we come across because we know a lot of people. And sometimes they don't necessarily interact or hang out with as many people as we do. So we have a better radar for it. And Mm -hmm. as soon as we've spent enough time with them, then the self-awareness grows. At first, it Mm -hmm. seems that there's just like none there. And sometimes you think like, how can this person not know this? But then the more you get comfortable, the more you're able to also tell them like, hey, like, don't do that. Or like, yo, this person feels this way when you're doing that, whatever. But it comes down to being around people that will, you know, check you as well. We also like joke. That's our like joking that way we joke like we bring out your personality traits and your qualities right. and like roasting like, each other yeah and then people are like oh okay i didn't think of myself that way but then you're right. like okay maybe i am that way yeah For sure. so i said um not having an opinion <clears throat> mm-hmm. i like there's people that will take a strong side on mm-hmm. either side and then there's yeah. people that are just like they don't like the bystander more so the person okay. that just lets it be doesn't have an opinion has like i i find that not even on some political type thing but i just on even not knowing where to you don't have any interest in anything you don't have any like Mm. taste it's just like boring and like having like sometimes i want to shake somebody that doesn't have an opinion (laughs) just be like tell me there's a lot of about something there's a lot of situations where i don't have an opinion I think, I think you don't care up e- either way sometimes. Um, and you know other people's personalities around you well enough that other people have a stronger opinion that you won't care either way. Sometimes that's the case. And like, for example, when we're traveling, we kind of know what everyone's priorities are. And if somebody really wants to do something and it's high priority for them, we kind of let it be. Yeah. And then there's people that are like, no, I don't want to do that, right? But then it's like, all right, we'll we'll even this out. Mm-hmm. So just balancing in that way works. I also but think in- it's like when people, like, like for me, sometimes I won't have an opinion because I can see too much of other people's perspective. I'm like, oh, I get their point of view and I get their point of view. Yeah, yeah. So like, I don't want to sit, like be so strong on one side and have this strong yeah. opinion because I can see so much of how this person through their life experience sees this topic. Yeah, no, I don't mean it on that deep of a level. Like I said, I think, <laughs> I think on a political <laughs> level and everything, that's totally fair to ha- like be understanding. I just mean like literally, yo, you want Taco Bell or McDonald's and it's just like, uh, whatever. That's indecisive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> whatever. Anyways, that made me feel really attacked right now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for tuning into an episode of Strange Flavors. My name is Shimmer. I'm Faraz. My name is Amber. This is brought to you by Olive Theory. This is the strangest and greatest podcast in the game. Fact. If you'd like to email us or send us your music, you can send it at strangeflavorspodcast at gmail.com. Fact. Let your cousin know. Or not. and then you can also share this podcast everywhere you listen to this podcast you know spotify apple Podcasts, wherever we're there we're also physically there not physically there we virtually virtually there but you can see our physical faces on youtube so be sure to hit subscribe we're almost at a thousand subscribers amber actually got herself together for this one yeah, so you definitely have to see this episode. Except I didn't, but yes, I appreciate. Come here and look at me better than the other two episodes. Her I know I've been looking. I, I know I've been looking a little rough, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs>
<laughs> We're also on all social medias, all right? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere at Strange Flavors. And we're also now on TikTok. Whoop. Whoop. So follow us on TikTok. Whoop. And if you'd like to support this podcast, like our Strange Flavors town, we have Bobber's Bagels. Bob, I said that right. Bobber's Bagels. Cassie's mm-hmm. Cupcakes. Mm-hmm. But guys. Uh-oh. What? Uh-oh. It's been a while. What's up, L King? It's been a while. <laughs> hey, I don't appreciate that. <laughs> I'm trying to hype this up. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh-huh. But we got a new store in town. No Stop way. Stop it. The Strange Flavors town is expanding. Is that it, what you're trying to tell me? It is expanding. We've got... Drum roll, please. Can we get a drum roll? We've got Erha's Ices. Thank you, Welcome. Erha. Welcome, Welcome to Erha's Ices. Yes. We needed something cold around here. Yeah. So we got three people. Bobber's Bagels, Cassie's Cupcakes, and Erha's Ices. So and you, you know w- your boy Ferasti, so I'm going to be chilling in the <laughs> oh spot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> If you want to compete and you want to make this top three list, you're going to have to, uh, you know, compete with these three. Yeah. These are our first if you want to compete, you're going to have to compete. <laughs> <laughs> well put. Well put. That you is our mayor right it. there, El you're King. Gonna, you're going to have to fight for it. Wow. All right. But also, we have a wonderful YouTube channel that goes by the name of Ronopono. We have cultural comedy and stuff like that. It's awesome because we have an awesome Patreon, right? We mm-hmm. have exclusive content that you can go there for. We have monthly Zoom calls, et cetera, et cetera. Just amazing stuff on there. We have an awesome Discord where you can yeah, actually submit crazy questions for this podcast. And mm-hmm. we've also gotten guests' suggestions on the Discord, and we actually implemented them into this podcast, yes, such as Sal Lavallo, an amazing guest we had recently. He was actually submitted by Cassie's Cupcakes in the Discord. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Maybe you can get your cousin on here who makes music, and maybe he's I'd really like to meet your cousin. And, yeah, Amber will like to meet him <laughs> or her. and um, Only him. Inter- and, only him. <laughs> and interview them on this podcast. Yay. Woo-hoo. We wait, love wait, it. One, one more thing. And if what? you'd like to get our amazing merch... Mm hmm. Look at that Bon Hub shirt. Bon Hub shirt that Amber's wearing. We love it. People want to steal it, make real Bon shops out of it. Mm-hmm. But we're not doing all that, okay? Yo, guys. I don't know how many emails I've gotten at this point of 2020. Mm-hmm. It was quite a year. Have you gotten those? Yeah. <laughs> like from every brand, every corporation, every website possible. 2020, it was this year. Blah, 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 blah. And we're about to do that this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I don't want to. I don't want to be like, hey, guys, this happened, but get it together. Like that or like when they're like, um, oh, how are you doing? Oh, the best we can in these times. Like <laughs> it's not going to be January 1st, 2021. And then we're going to be like, ah. The sun, it's out, and everything is all clear, and the coronavirus, it has gone away. <laughs> like, it's like it Wizard of Oz, where we just pull the curtains that down, and, like, we see the guy there, and we fix the problem right there and then. This is but, not But do you Oz. think it's, like, healthy if someone thinks, like, Jan- January 1st is going to be, like, the best year ever, and then they, like, manifest it? And oh, manifestation, like, oh, yeah. faith, all of that stuff, you know, motivation, inspiration, it all works. It all, you know, does chemical things to your brain that i'm not smart enough to explain but i know i have experienced to know that when you believe in something it does get better it does have chances of getting there maybe these january 1st people 
mm-hmm. are just trying to make that happen. Not in an email. I don't want to see. Not in an email. I don't want to see Apple <laughs> telling me 2020 has been quite a year, but buy this iPhone and 2021 will be great. Like, calm <laughs> Wait, down. it might. Relax. It might. I mean, it could be better <laughs> with a new iPhone. Yeah. I mean, they slowed down the older ones, so. But I think I think like you know just taking a kind of realistic approach to things and and looking at it um, not in a way that we don't have opinions right like we started off in the beginning of this podcast but saying like you know what this happened and this happened but and this is just what happened so first of all I want to start off by thanking our listeners and our supporters you guys have given us strange flavors the best year that we've ever had Back. which is which Thank is you. like not just you know, technically true, but just on a level of the interaction and, you know, the guests we were able to attain and all of that, like, it's been incredible. And we're so grateful that there's, you know, hundreds and thousands of people that listen in and, uh, you know, care about the things that we have to say and the way that we say them. And that Mm -hmm. means a lot. So just to go over a few things, we grew 93% in the US by 93%. We grew 112% in our lovely neighbors, Canada. We grew uh, in the number one spot 480% in India. Wow. Wow. Let's go, India. Thank you, India. Get your shit together with the farmers, but thank you, India. Wait, what was the percentage again? 480%. So it went from like one person to like five? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm totally kidding. (laughs) Imagine. That's that's incredible that there's so many people in India listening. Um, mm-hmm. So so yeah, we're really we're really. I mean, it is a that. small percentage of India though, like relatively. <laughs> if you think about it, like they have they have like two billion people, but it's like oh, four hundred people of. It's not you know four hundred people. It grew for us by four hundred eighty. I know, but I'm saying four hundred people in India is uh-huh. different than 400 people in the US. But we appreciate every single one of those 400 people that are from India listening. Agreed. <laughs> Why don't you guys just shoot every single statistic down after this point? <laughs> overall, overall, we grew 118% followers. Yeah. Amazing. So that's, I, I was that's just really trying to incredible. say there's a lot more people in India. <laughs> All right, just, say, just, just say it three more times. <laughs> so we get no, that's, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Thank you for uh, clarifying that. So we can... Um, I didn't want know, anyone hum- to come at my throat. So. We, we can humble back down. All right. It's okay. So we got we we, we were in twenty six countries around the world. Okay, so that's mm. pretty incredible. Dude, really? Not as not as much as Sal. I knew. I knew. Not as much as Sal has been in. Yeah. Um, thirty one episodes we got off with an all star line of guests, which was so amazing. Fire. Mm-hmm. Um, this is gonna be kind of like weird for you guys to hear. I don't know if you saw this, but we started the year off with one pan poppy. Do you remember this? Oh jeez! Oh, did you think? Doesn't it feel wait. like it didn't happen this year? Isn't it was, like it was in person. One Pan Poppy was is this uh, celebrity chef who makes incredible food and had an awesome conversation with us, um, going over different cultures of the world. But that was our first episode of 2020. That's so crazy. We were all in the same room. It was awesome. Um, mm-hmm. And then shortly after, we did our hundredth episode. We did jeez. our hundredth episode this year. It took us. Um, two or three years to get to that and then this year we've had so many more episodes and you know we're mm-hmm. making our way over to nice. uh, 200 so that's and it's all because you guys you know have been showing so much love and support yep. so thank you, thank really you. thankful for that wow. here are some here are some um, oh yeah oh yeah and then 
we did uh oh yeah so we'll, we'll get into like the highlights of some of the other guests so uh one of my personal favorites um was chris who whose episode was called tattooing helps me cope with ptsd mm. you guys remember him yeah. yeah he was a war veteran who talked about the mental impact of being in the military i thought it was like so real and raw yeah. and like we don't usually hear that mm. perspective yeah but he you know and then and then coming out of all of that and then finding tattooing this art form yeah. to be therapeutic for him yeah, um, yeah. And other people. i remember I it being dope because like most people yeah. that come out of the army or something they like never bash about the army like they'll never yeah. say anything yeah. bad but he was like this is what i don't like about it this is and yeah. he was just real yeah. honest so. and he was like this is what it did to me yeah like the real yeah. sort of impact it had on him and he, it was a super personal episode we we're like really grateful and um that same day Anastasia, who was a previous guest of ours, ate a cow tongue in front of us. I did too. Yeah, so did you, Amber. Yeah, she brought, she like went to the supermarket right before she (laughs) came here to pick up cow tongue and she brought it here and she was like, oh, I brought you guys something and like set it up to be like something like really crazy. And she takes it out and we're all like, oh my God, what the hell? So then it was in the shape of the tongue. It was literally a shape of a tongue, like as, as if you cut out a tongue and it was like frozen or something. And then she was like, what do you mean? Like, you guys aren't going to eat it. Like, I brought it for you guys. So I was like, okay, you know what? Like, I'll do it. Whatever. So I took a bite and it tasted like galeji. What's galeji in English? Liver. Liver. It tasted like liver. No, thank you. Yeah. Liver. I regret not trying it. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. No regrets. Frost wants to eat rat. Like salad. <laughs> Anyways. Someone um, send a rat in the mail. Yeah, please. <laughs> Give you the box number. Are you done? Can we can we continue? Mm-hmm. All right. Other highlights. Isak Sakib from after he did his Netflix show where he mm-hmm. got so much heat, was able to come on here and freely express himself. That was awesome. He still gets hate comments in our videos on YouTube, but you know what? That is a real man right there, and I appreciated that episode. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. We had Emin Ahmed, who is mm-hmm. Emin John on Instagram, incredible artist. Our friend Jai Poppy, we finally got him on the podcast. He also That's has cool. a podcast uh, mm-hmm. since then, and he's a hilarious guy. Uh, we need to have him back on. Yeah. While the protests were going on after the killing of George Floyd, we had an uh, incredible episode um, with Hasib the Few, uh, who goes by Hasib mm-hmm. as his artist name, um, about the black influence on South, South Asian American stories. He shared his mm-hmm. own um, you know, reflection of how black culture shaped uh, his own identity and that was incredible because that was a much needed conversation in that time of you know not just saying black lives matter and posting like a black square but being in a position that you know talking about it from a south asian uh, perspective from like our audience who is uh largely south asian and being like you know what this is where we stand and this is things that we need to do and acknowledge and i thought that that was really powerful and i'm, I'm really thankful that um you know hasib came on here and had that conversation right we had Imranye from TikTok. We finally went into the TikTok market. <laughs> and y'all had beef. Squashed. We did have we we did have uh, some beef and then it was squashed uh, beforehand and then we actually talked about it on the podcast, which is That was a really cool possible. conversation to hear, like you guys yeah. just like saying flat out like what your guys' point of view now is and like where ego lied in there and everything. Like mm-hmm. that was really cool yeah. to hear. It was also cool because I think it was like eight AM and we had like two hours of sleep. It was, <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> I literally, I think I woke Shamir up, threw a banana at him, and then I went upstairs to my sister's room, and then we, like, recorded in, in the same house in different, like, rooms. Yeah. But 
yeah, it was it was really cool to have that exchange. We had Waji West from the West Coast. Mm-hmm. That was awesome because that was somebody that a lot of people you know like as well from our audience, and um, he's a really cool guy. And you know, he talked about uh, doing law school while balancing the whole YouTube life, and he talked about FusiTube and all that kind of stuff. And uh, he's grown to be a really great friend now, and that's awesome. And we have yeah. a little project coming up soon, so look out for that. Yeah. Um. Kevin Shea, Amber, your teacher. Yeah. Your previous teacher. He actually was stuck in China uh, since the coronavirus pandemic started. That's and crazy. His yeah. like few days in back, he came onto our podcast. Yeah. That he was, was crazy. He was great. Yeah. And he talked about what it was like being, you know, close to Wuhan <laughs> in that entire situation uh, while he was over there in China and how what those they wet did, markets look like like to the, navigate their day-to-day lives like not even being yeah. able to leave unless it's like yeah. with a guardian he, he was doing like track circles around his hotel room while he was mm-hmm. stuck in there for two weeks and i was like bruh how do you not yeah. go crazy and just like china's lockdown is so much different than anything that we would experience sure. over here yeah so that was an awesome episode danish mcbool this comedian um mm-hmm. that you know he just had hilarious stories and he 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 surprised us with some knowledge of being one of the first like big xbox uh you know tournament players and winners in that community and um you know just seeing him continue to do his thing and stand up and all that we're grateful that he like came onto our podcast and uh thank you shamir for like reaching out and making that happen so that was awesome mm-hmm. we had um another one from from uh shamir uh haya zaman yeah. she actually uh was this pakistani girl that you know blew up from irfan Junejo's shout out and then she actually uh, gave our entire platform a huge boost as well so people discovered us and liked our format and our style uh, of podcasting after she came on and and we posted her on youtube and cool thing was she was like a fan of ron opono so she was like really excited to come on yeah that was really cool yeah i love that that's so cool uh we had abdullah maruf aka Bawaji. Bawaji. <laughs> Abdullah uh, made a made a video while we were all um, going through and figuring out and navigating the space of what was going on in the world when it came to racial injustice. And he had made a video in Pakistan called What It's Like Being Black in Pakistan. Super impactful video. Reached mm-hmm. out to him after that. And now he is such a great homie. He like we we talk basically every day. Like on Instagram, mm-hmm. we're interacting and, and he looks up to us a lot. Um, and, and I think like all of us, we look up to him because he is uh, such a strong minded individual. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, just just the way that he approaches life is so incredible. So that was a great episode. Yeah. We had AK, AKA amazing. Crazy. Why? Somebody that we all grew up watching. And to have him on our podcast, on our platform, and also to be on his platform was a true blessing. Yeah, That was yeah. one of those moments that it was just like, you know what, no matter how this goes, this is a moment for us. And yeah. because, um, you know, of you guys and, and the leverage that you have given us and the support that you have shown us, um, we were able to make that happen. So we were really, mm-hmm. that was an exciting episode. Um, and it did super well, yeah. especially on, on TikTok, which was awesome. Um, we had Half and Half recently, who is an incredible artist. She talked about, you know, a lot of things uh, regarding art and culture and uh, business. So that was awesome getting that perspective of like how IG artists 
um, how that whole space works because it gets confusing definitely for us looking at it um, from an outside perspective. Um, and then Sal Lavallo, a man who's been to every country in the world, suggested by Cassie. Um, I mean, we we went on for two hours, but that still wasn't enough time. There was yeah. just so much we could we tried to get off, and we're so thankful that he was, you know, gave us the time to to come on and do that. That was amazing. And then recently, last week, if you missed the last episode, Emma Klein, um, who is just this beautiful soul that you know, she went on American Idol and had this super touching story about her brother. And she gives us the perspective of, you know, not really caring about, um, you know, what it comes when it when it's about talent and the things, um, you know, that kind of you go through in life anyways. And you're going to make it to where you're going to make it. But really uh, considering family and, and, you know, faith and making uh, true like putting true value on every moment. It was it was a great end of the year sort of reminder of how to approach when stardom takes over and any moments that we face like that. Cause I think, you know, we ourselves as creators see a lot of moments like that where, you know, we get really excited because something blows up and we get like, you know, all this attention and then uh, going back to reality and being at a bottom spot and then dealing with personal issues and family and career choices along the way. That was a great reminder. So that was a crazy lineup and there was more, yeah. but you know, it's just it's just awesome, uh, and it's humbling that all those people we were able to share their stories, and they were able to share their stories with us. So, yeah, super super thankful for that. Do you guys remember at the er- at like the early stages we planned a trip to get away from the Rona, and we went to Ohio Pile in Pennsylvania, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. a very outdoorsy trip with lots of white people activities that were super fun. Yeah. Um, but. Remember like when we did, even when we did the first quarantine, we called it the, a quarantine podcast. We did it back in March 15th. We were like, oh, this is a fun, cute thing. Like, yeah, this will be over be soon. Short term. Yeah, we were like, oh, quarantine podcast. Like one of very few because we're not going to be in quarantine long. Yeah. yeah. And then it's, and then like we were every week was like, wait, should we? Like, yeah. just keep talking about like, what it's like to be in quarantine. How long is it going to last? And then we're but, like, you know, all right, let's get a guess now. but yeah but that's that was the good thing about that's why we have such a fire lineup is because we were able to do virtual podcasting yeah and And before before like we would do in person and we'd only have guests in person like we wouldn't do virtual podcasts and and i I would really prefer that again because it's so much nicer to have people in person um because even like the whole lag thing or talking to people virtually (laughs) it's like you know there's the whole you're waiting for them to say something. It's not like it's not natural. You don't look at facial expressions and stuff the same. Yeah. It's annoying. Are you guys like like I don't know when you said that in my head I was like they'd come near us with their germs. Like I don't know why that's what my brain went to. <laughs> oh, like that I mean that's how everything is going to be now. Like I I I don't know when we're going to be handshaking and dapping each other up and hugging and all of that. Yeah, like everything is going to be different. When you're like, yeah. oh yeah, we, you know, we'd prefer that. I'm like, I don't prefer people's germs. Like, I don't know why. That's like, but, we were never thinking before. like that. Before we were never too? thinking that. No, no, we oh, were yeah, never. Yeah, like, okay. I never was. Oh yeah, come in my house, like lay all over my couch, like breathe on my air, like <laughs> literally. And then now I'm like, yo, is your air clean? Because like my sure. air's my air, and I I got tested. My air's clean. Is your air clean? Thinking about thinking about their like clothes, yeah. everything. 
It's everything. Like, like everything. everything. Like, we're like, I'm like, never been a germaphobe. And now I'm like, uh, <laughs> let me sanitize yeah. for the 19th time today. <laughs> but if if I haven't said it already, we're really blessed in this whole situation. And we were able to, like, still get so much uh, stuff done and, like, do these little things here and there. Um, you know, we've had family members and friends with COVID and, mm-hmm. you know, go through all of that. And luckily, most of them were like minor, minor uh, situations. So we understand that, like, you know, everyone else uh, had a very different year. Um, but again, like if we were able to provide some sort of um, entertainment or somebody to listen to during that process, like that was really nice that we were able to connect with people virtually and get like people that we've always kind of ha- wanted to have on this podcast. Sure. I don't know if you guys have been keeping up. But we have not dropped so much content on our main Ronopono channel. We haven't dropped a parody or an original series or a skit or anything in a while. Of course, we were, you know, keeping up with our second channel, our vlog channel, um, our Patreon, and obviously this podcast uh, where you guys were tuning into all of those things. But we were working on something important. Oh. In the meantime, Whoa. so in 2021, you guys can expect an original Ronopono album. No Yay! way. We can say it. Dude. Yes. Yes. <laughs> not going to not going to give too much info on it immediately. But this is something that we've been working on heavily behind the scenes. Um, basically, like every weekend we get together and. Uh, you know keep working on it we wanted to make sure that it's something that people are going to love and listen to um, for a while and it and truly just make it something that amounts to what Ronopono has you know built up to be so like we've been doing these parodies and all this stuff but people have asked here and there like oh like when's the album coming when's the album coming and we wanted to make it right so uh, like I said, not going to give too much about the title, track list, or anything like that, but just know that it's coming. And be and on the lookout for all the details because they are so exciting. Well, Amber, how do you think it sounds so far? Every song is my favorite song. <laughs> like, does, does Amber Zadi make an appearance? Find out in 2021. <laughs> does Shimmer make an appearance? Do I even make an appearance? Find out, 2021. <laughs> Find out. It's not us at all. <laughs> we sold the company. <laughs> but no, we're super excited about it, so look out for it. Um, if you sign up for Patreon, you will hear all um, exclusive details. You'll hear it first. Um, that's one of the perks of being a patron. They've already known about it for a while now. Um, they actually know more details about it, like the title and the track list and all of that. So... Um, that's basically why we have this Patreon and why we've kind of worked on the second channel, why yeah. we've been pushing the podcast so hard is so that we can, you know, make something sustainable uh, where it all we're able to use more um, resources and, um, you know, really make the best productions that we can yeah. when it comes to this album. And, and I, I do want to give like a huge shout out to like the patrons because, you know, during this time we haven't been making so much content, but because mm-hmm. of them, we can make the album even bigger and greater solely exactly. because of them solely because of yeah. them so if you're a patron and you've been a patron before this announcement you're an og but after like you're helping this become the biggest thing we can make it so we appreciate yeah. anyone 
And in the process, and, and... every like, every comment, every share, all of that helps so much because subscriptions, um, yeah. because it, it, you know, adds value to our overall brand and, you know, gets our voice and everything out there. Again, the number one comment we always see is like, how have you guys not gone viral yet? Or how does this mm -hmm. not have a million views? Or how come you only have this many subscribers? Um, we're trying our best. So uh, help us out if you can. And that would mean a lot. Um, also this year, we expanded on our team and I want to give a shout out to um, some of those people who have really helped mm -hmm. us, you know, be able to focus on other things uh, while we manage Strange Flavors, Alif Theory and Ronopono. Um, so we expanded the team, brought on some more people. So um, Niathi is one of those people that she's listening in right now. She helps out a lot with all the social media stuff. She's been absolutely incredible um, yeah. and like just, just, just helping us to like... Um, stay focused in, in other ways. Um, and it's been so awesome. Isan has been um, somebody who uh, has been editing the actual clips that you see on social media. He's been super helpful and we can't wait to work on work with him more on the actual like music videos and everything. And you'll see our quality um, go up with that as well because of him. Sure. Um, Hadia is somebody who has been um, incredible on TikTok and just behind the scenes of like, um, you know, giving us perspective on the way to manage ourselves uh, when it comes to writing and all of that. She's really talented in that. So we can't wait to, you know, work with her further and see all of her talent come to life. Um, Iza is somebody who has been helping out with our design stuff. So I'm super happy about that because I have somebody else that I can, you know, uh, draw with and bounce ideas off of in that way when it comes to merch and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and she actually made the last two stickers um that you see on the merch site which are those which pakistan are super stickers cute yeah, yeah the lady that says uh i would sacrifice or, my own life i will sacrifice my life for pakistan and grip like she made stickers of that which are awesome and she has so many more ideas and i've been working with her and it's like so incredible so it's it's really awesome that the olive team has been growing has been growing um and we can't wait to see you know uh where we take all of this in yeah. the next year but you will see and big mention to Sadia. She's been helping on the Ponorono. Sadia, so Sadia is somebody who has been a fan for a long time and she wanted to play some sort of part in uh, our team. And she we she's perfect to manage the Ponorono account uh, where, yeah. you know, she she's active in the Discord and she interacts with everybody and posts things um, on our social media for that so yeah and i'd like to also give a huge shout out to uh we have some mods on our discord server that are like literally t carrying that server so if you join our discord you know they're checking make sure everything's going well hosting game nights hosting movie nights all that crazy stuff so mm -hmm. shout out to them and yeah yeah thank you to all those people who have been helping out so much because um while we're preparing for this thing i know that some people are always asking where's new content where's new content we've been basically building up everything uh so that when we launch this album and everything that's to come with that um including all new videos and you know other sort of ideas that we'll be kicking off um we'll be ready to go to be able to manage all of that um as we grow we need a little bit of help uh, managing all of that and we're really lucky that we've been able to do it ourselves for so long and these people just elevate that to the next level yeah. something um that we found out that saddened us a little bit was that um a lot of these people that are helping out are born from the year 2000 and up. what the hell is that how is that possible what the hell they is even that literally from the future like i don't understand <laughs> what's going on i feel like an old man 
I'm already having back pains just from hearing that they are from, I'm from, like, think about this. I am from the 1900s. Ho, what? Yeah. <laughs> 1900s. Like when they explain, like that's what they think of us probably. They think yeah. that like. Yeah. We're know, prehistoric are- people. Like just yeah. like how we like view older people like, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. They're just like older. Like sometimes they just like. They're walking fossils probably. <laughs> that's, what they- <laughs> that's literally, they're listening to us like, oh my God, like they better stop. Like they're not even using the right terminology and this and that. But look, man, like. I'm trying to keep up. We're on TikTok. We're trying to we're trying to um keep up with the Gen Z and all of them. Sometimes yeah. it's hard. I'm not gonna lie. Gen Z be wilding. Yeah. But 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 I enjoy them. They're like the funnest, most fun generation there is. Eh. They really are. Like eh. you, I mean they haven't compete. I don't wanna overgeneralize, but they haven't seen too much like hardship. Oh they I literally mean, just pooped their pants yesterday. And they're walking today. Twenty two. No, they quite literally are not being able to live their lives to like we used to like go to school and not think about it and they're like, I haven't seen humans in a year. Like, you know, like they but have we're, so are we much... all facing I mean yes, yeah, it's in but, but for off, them but... those are crucial years. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> See, this is what they do. They're typing to us. Hadia says dethroned for us. <laughs> I mean, I agree. And I'm they not crown- Gen Z. If you don't know, Gen Z crowned me king oh my after my harry styles comments on tiktok i'm just gonna say and they canceled me they canceled amber so that's the thing right like we have to like be more cautious with gen z sometimes that's the mm-hmm. thing can you Frosty do some the finger uh, guns. all right gen this is a gen z, z thing so it's- if you're watching on youtube that thing right there i'm a fan of it and i'm doing it now you're doing it wrong there you I'm go gen z. it's I'm supposed gen z. to go like this and then if it's like really emphasis it's like one thing but it's like but it's supposed to be like Dang. okay yeah okay <laughs> she's like tell she's instructing me how to do the thing you don't yeah, know because okay? yeah because but, you be parallel like <laughs> you know you know what i was thinking about this today actually like we have so much technology around us right now and like if a if a baby co- like i just had a um my cousin's son just was born and like everyone has their phones like smartphones in the face right like from the baby's perspective if the baby could like uh make sense of what's going on there's like smartphones in his face be like that are taking pictures of him that are going out being sent to the rest of the family right Mm -hmm. that's the first experience that this baby has with this device and okay 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 follow me follow me me. Uh when i was a kid things were so simple you would i would break them apart and see how they work from the inside like even a cell phone or something or a toy car or something right now it's like you're not taking apart like a a smartphone you're not taking apart like a tesla to see you the inner like their first experience huh were you taking apart (laughs) your honda (laughs) no but like you i was watching my elders do it like car parts work on it yeah 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 and uh, what I mean to say is like a t- like this touchscreen phone is insane. Like the concept of this when I was a kid was future, absolutely yeah. future, right? And this is the first thing that they see when they are alive. Yeah. Like, do you get what I'm saying? I Does do, make- but also people are saying that about us, right? Like, like oh, what did we TVs. have that has been... They had like okay. nice LED TVs, HD, right? Like, oh, no, no, but nice but sound. but I had and in also, my in my house. In we Mahara, at least had I had phones. a dial on my on my TV, 
And I know that you had black and white still, TV. <laughs> like we we got to see the um the LEDs come up. So we still saw but but then again you're right, like there used to be a dial on the phone too. Yeah. But also like internet, right? When did we, we get like, internet? For the most part, like I mainly remember like there at least being dial up and like going on AIM or whatever. Sure, I wasn't born with that, but I remember it. But if you think about it, five to ten years prior, like it would be in a whole neighborhood. People would share one phone in the street. I know, but but this is the main thing here. The time, like technology has advanced far more in like even That's the last year, right? Yeah. Like then it ever, because the smarter we get with technology, the more yeah. that it advances at a, such a more rapid rate. It actually grows exponentially. Like, right. In- so, so I'm saying like, for example, our parents and even our grandparents, like if you're, if your grandparents are alive right now, like they have seen the most amount of change from technology. Mm-hmm. Like it just doesn't get any more than that. I'm saying that like, we saw a good amount of that, but yeah. The younger, like, like people that are being born now, like they're first, like they're spoiled. Yeah, like it's they didn't experience fault. shitty internet. Yeah, like they have like yeah. LTE, four G. Like, it's not even about internet; it's just about like the devices and stuff that like like Siri and well, uh, the device dev- like devices got better because of like, and fast ring doorbell. Like, imagine we had to like just text or you know like we didn't yeah we couldn't go on you know Facebook on our phone one hundred like, texts you know, in a month. Yeah. I saw, oh yeah my you there know like unlimited. there was um this tweet that was like i fixed my parents computer once uh i fixed my parents printer once and now they tell everybody that i fix computers and it's <laughs> yeah, like for true. us where it's like such a simple thing that you were like okay yeah like basic thing that around they're like but, but, she fixes computers or like a grandma if you do something for them on their phone like hey like why am i not getting notifications oh that person fixes phones like, no. But you used to be able to fix a computer. Like, I remember when there was something wrong with, like, our computer. My dad would, like, you know, take the thing off and, like, be able to... He'd be like, oh, look, this is the whatever. And, like, yeah. you just plug this in or, like, replace that or whatever. And, like, mm-hmm. now... We just I buy think, something new. Yeah. But I don't know if that's, like, as much just uh, how it goes or, like, if the technology is, like, getting more advanced. That, like, if like, a normal person wouldn't be able to figure it out. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think it's like both. You, I think it works yeah. hand in hand because like if that's a, the way how things go, then obviously what's the reason to know how to fix that thing? Mm-hmm. Unless yeah. you want to save money. That's yeah. pretty much how it goes. If you want to save money, fix it. If you don't, then yeah. uh, get the next thing. Because before yeah. you had no options, honestly. Like you'd have to wait like five years for the next new computer. But now it's just coming up like every year. And... Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just crazy to me. Like, that still blows my mind that, like, these people are from the 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's – okay, so I'm just going to shout out some things that, like, happened this year. And then, yeah, like, let's just talk about it. Do you guys remember the uh, the Australia fires? Yes. Oh, yeah. And the sky was, like, burning red. Some of, some of our fans, like, from Australia, like, sent us videos, videos. and stuff. And that was yeah. insane that, like – that was mm-hmm. what they were looking at. That was yeah. crazy. Even California, there was the fires in California. We yeah. almost had World War Three. <gasps> we did. Oh yeah. Like literally, people were and people were memeing it. Yeah. This is what I mean. Like this wouldn't have happened back then. If if this was like, you know, 
a long time ago, people would be like, all right, like I need to start training for the army. Like I need, to, I need to defend my country. And how people are like, just literally throwing Michael Jordan uh, crying on different countries. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this meme. There was like an asteroid coming to the U.S. or something. Like the world's gonna end. And then the caption was like, "What would you do in this situation?" And then someone's like, "Probably meme it." <laughs> like literally, most people would probably just meme it. <laughs> like. Like we're in that we're in that kind of middle ground where like yeah things are serious but also like to make fun of it through those memes and stuff like it just makes the situation a yeah. little like we can't do anything about it mm-hmm. so yeah. why not meme it I don't Yo, know you know it's what's crazy um, someone's like uh, I'm too too young for like um, you know the 80s and stuff like that and I'm uh, I'm too old to like see um, I'm too, I'm too young to see like you know uh us live to like 120 years old and then i'm too old for whatever to not see like you know world war ii or whatnot but yeah. we're born in just the right time to see the birth of memes <laughs> like isn't that crazy like <laughs> meme is a new format yeah that, like we just use every day now yeah. they teach it in school like yeah no way there's like well like college courses yeah it's like a form of advertising literally. i did it one time i had to do like a little lecture on I called my session memes do come true <gasps> oh I love that <laughs> yeah um, but, but it's crazy because it was like born what like tw- 2009 2010 yeah. like around that time have you ever showed an older person a meme and then they look at you like very blank faced and confused yeah like I think I- they get it now though like my mom she shows me memes on whatsapp she doesn't necessarily know that like this is a you know a medium but it's they get it though like yeah. it makes se- like memes just at one point just made sense do you remember when it used to be like a nerdy thing like it was only on like yeah. ifunny.com or something <laughs> yeah it was like a video game it was like the re- it was like a reddit yeah i think yeah. i'm pretty sure it was born from reddit yeah maybe probably but it's great thank you memes mm-hmm. shout out to memes shout out memes um the <laughs> the president got impeached before he actually got kicked out of office uh this mm-hmm. year he was impeached uh, this is what like the third president to ever get impeached um, and then people were like oh yay we did it and then like nothing happened yeah <laughs> literally nothing happened okay it says we were risking it all to watch this is an article on Mashable by the way which I'm reading off of we were risking it all to watch Cats Doolittle and Sonic the Hedgehog in theaters I don't know one person that watched any of those movies yeah I don't <laughs> nope we, we did risk it to watch Tenet that was the only one yeah did but you we were also the three months ago yeah. yeah, but it was just me, Shamir, and my brother that were that were in the theater, um, and like two uh, other people, but they were like in the front. Yeah, got it. And we but had the whole like. It was amazing. Theater. I miss movie theater so much. Oh my gosh, that's the only thing I miss to like real life movie theaters. When you go in, you're in a different universe, and I miss that feeling so much. And now they're about to back. disappear. Apparently, going bankrupt. We'll and see what happens. It's so sad. I'm gonna cancel my subscription services just so theaters can stay up. Like we need to figure out how to keep them in business because. I don't know about y'all, but you want to start one? I'm down. I'm down. Why would you start one when it's dying? <laughs> I'll I'll get buy a projector and be like, this is it right now. Yeah. Uh, s- subscribe to the Patreon and then we'll add funds to it. And then we'll show. <laughs> it's only we'll Rono Pono videos. <laughs> yeah, a Rono Pono theater. Else. Nothing Amazing. Else. My that's basically my basement. It's already a Rono Pono theater. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's my dad's room. He only watches Rono Pono videos. Um. <laughs> Okay, so at the beginning of the uh, pandemic, people were running out of toilet paper. All the grocery <gasps> stores were out of toilet paper. Toilet Do you paper know what's was crazy? Like the biggest, what? Sorry. 
You were in the f- middle of a sentence. I didn't no, know. No, no, that's it. it. I got a, like, a, I homeschool right now, and one of the parents gave me a Christmas present. And she was like, hey, I hope you have a good sense of humor. I was like, okay, cool. So I go to my car and I open it, and it's like, just like, you know, a little, like, toilet paper wrapped in, like, uh, wrapping paper, whatever. And I was like, is this a joke on, like, maybe she's like, oh, you're a teacher, like, maybe potty training? Was it like, oh, clean up this year, it was a mess? So I text her, I was like, haha, like, is this a gag to, like, clean up the year? She's like, no, it's in case we run out again. And Stop I it was it. so oh, far removed my from my memory because it feels like forever ago that it happened. And she was like, oh, it's like in case we, like, run out all over again, you have an extra bowl. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, Asians were laughing yeah. because we don't. That side of the world uh, does not – we use water, yeah. which should be like a common sense thing. But, hey, they were – people were really uh, keen on this toilet paper thing. Okay, do you guys remember J-Lo and Shakira did the Super Bowl? That was this year. No. Where she went. That was Shakira literally was like, last year. Remember that? Oh, my God. Now, th- that's like the one where I'm like, oh, my God, that feels forever ago. Well, the the Super Bowl also happens in February, so February, yeah. oh, it was okay. right before pre-pandemic mm-hmm. is like ten years ago, and mm-hmm. then March is like <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, from from March, that's where twenty twenty starts. Yeah, <laughs> like no, we just that's have where to... yesterday began. <laughs> yesterday began. <laughs> yeah, and like you know, while um, they were having the Super Bowl right before the year basically ended with the. Um, uh, NBA finals in a bubble, which was really interesting because now that kind of NBA was the first team to like cancel their games in the beginning. So they were really proactive in the whole situation. And then they actually went to Disney World and made an entire bubble where they played their playoffs and final games, um, which was really cool. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with sports and overall just like everything going forward of like if this kind of situation were to happen again. But that was kind of cool of them to do that. Mm hmm. Trump got the coronavirus. That's crazy. Like, yeah. still, like, our president, like, the president, okay, hold on, I won't say our president, because I'm not saying that proudly, but, like, the president of the United States of America got coronavirus, and, like, that's probably, like, the easiest thing to avoid, because you have so, like, people, like, you're already supposed to be social distancing from a president, so, like, you have to really try, and, like, I feel like he had to try to get it because they were having mask off events like at the White House. Yeah. I mean, he was having a bunch of rallies and stuff, so I don't know. That's true. We lost the Black Panther. We lost Chadwick Boseman. We lost Kobe Bryant. We lost Pop Smoke. We lost uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. We, we lost Alex Trebek. A lot of people were gone this Rest year. peace. Kobe was a big one starting yeah. off the year with that. Um, That's when 2020 started to go downhill. Yeah. yeah. That was really hard because I think a lot of people just never thought of such a legend dying so soon. Like we, and in such a horrific way. Yeah. And being such a legend of the city, but also all over the world. I, like, not everybody knows, but Kobe was, uh, knew many languages and he's been um, to a lot of different parts of the world. I want to say Italy or Sp- I forget which country he was um he kind of like grew up in Spain or Italy I forget which one um but yeah like he was somebody that was recognized by the whole world as a legend like on the same level as Michael Jordan and 
that was crazy that he left. And then, you know, when we saw Chadwick Boseman and all these other people, like we were just like, oh man, like just one after the other. And yeah. and obviously Chadwick Boseman was a big one because Black Panther, whether you like the movie or not, was a huge moment that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was so empowering to so many people, um, including my uh, refugee family that I was working with. You know, those kids, they actually could understand some of the Swahili and some of the customs. Okay, so it was Italy, um, Kobe Bryant. But um, yeah, like they they related to it in a way that like, you know, coming to America as refugees, they were having a hard time attaching themselves to anything. And if they felt that way, imagine how like African-Americans all over felt mm-hmm. for that moment. Mm-hmm. That was incredible. Yeah. Um, it said nobody remembered 420 because everybody was too high the entire year. <laughs> There was a Can't lot really. of people that were um, just drinking this year away, I saw. That's kind of sad. Yeah, but that is sad. There was a lot of people that did the opposite, too, and, you know, made a sort of a promise to themselves to work out and get fit. And I saw a lot of that and pick up ambitions that they hadn't before. I remember, like, early on, Home Depot was, like, totally <laughs> packed and things were yeah. empty on the shelves because everyone was doing these, like, projects home, home renovation things yeah. uh but also improving on themselves like yeah. that was kind of cool and i really yeah I people don't were if... like buying puzzles like oh, yeah. all of these different things yeah. to like pass time and that was really interesting but uh i think yeah that all fell off my brother-in-law was just saying this yesterday he was like you know i remember early on in the whole thing like me and neha my sister um got all these like little things and we got this puzzle and we finished it in the first day and then we were like what do we do for the rest <laughs> like how long is this gonna go on <laughs> but a lot key, of people I, also gained weight during the quarantine oh yeah <laughs> yeah like quarantine weight is like a casual thing people refer to now and i'm like yeah. oh i saw a thing yesterday that said please don't judge somebody by their quarantine weight that's, <laughs> that's that gen z shit i'm telling you i that's only judge z people right there. i only judge people when they say like oh yeah like i'm gonna i would go to the gym but like i just can't work out right now because <laughs> of you know i'm gonna wait till everything's done and i'm like what do you like what like when you're gonna wait a year to work on your health like you have so many options like if you're going out and hanging out with your friends like on a weekly basis but you can't hit the gym or you can't work out in your own house or outside that's what i'm judging you i lost all my gains like when quarantine started like you know people are gaining weight i'm like losing it i lost all of it i'm like damn I think I've worked out like a total of 10 times this year. So all right. <laughs> early on, we started off like it was actually we did Ramadan in during the whole pandemic. Yeah. And then we were like our friend group made a little sheet to, you know, keep track of working out every day. And then that was great. All 30 days, you know, knocked them out. And then afterwards, Ramadan was over. And then it was just like, oh, so like coronavirus isn't going away and this is going to be life. And like, all right. Sounds good. I'm just going to get fat. Can we talk about that for a second? Like talk about how what? Ramadan was so insanely weird this year because of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we like that was like so like for me personally, that was so difficult because my Ramadan experience is built by the structure of it. Like, OK, we're I'm waking up for the fast, then I'm going to break it and I'm going to go to the mosque every night, pray Tarabi. Like, you know, even the sleeplessness of it all like was a part of it. And I genuinely feel like, like I didn't have a Ramadan experience. It was a different experience, but it didn't really like I wasn't as connected yeah, as I, I would, usually feel. I would sleep at like eight nine a.m. 
yeah. or like 10 a.m. and then Sleeping wake up at like it. 5, 6 p.m. Yeah, and overall, just, I mean, up until now too, like I'm used to going every Friday. Um, we have a Juma prayer, which is like a Sunday church service basically. Um, and, you know, we go sometimes, sometimes we go and it's it's weird because like sometimes it, the cases spike up and then it's like, all right, we shouldn't go. And many, like basically for a long time we didn't go and that was like it's nice because it's not just about you know connecting spiritually and reminding yourself uh every week like what it's all about really um Mm -hmm. on a faith level but also like you get to catch up with some of your community and your friends that like you know you grow up with and um it's just kind of like a nice uh home feeling um Mm -hmm. that brings everything back but that's that hasn't been there for a while too and i'm sure a lot of people um who like go to temples and churches and synagogues and whatever else can relate to that um that's kind of weird uh this says people honest to god believed in a baseless conspiracy theory about wayfair sex trafficking children through cabinets do you remember this (laughs) that's not baseless Uh, apparently it is no that's just (laughs) mashable's opinion i mean i mean where's the fact like what is the the fact was that those cabinets had the same name as missing children and were priced at ten thousand dollars. And I when know, people but, were calling them but in to be like, you know, people were calling them ten thousand dollar cabinets. Ellen had a ten thousand, like a five thousand dollar pillow. Like there was so. And I know, but you, but what it's saying is it was like there's not. So so was Wayfair linked. like, you know, called out for this? Yeah, they were, and the CEO resigned the next day. Oh. Yeah, so like right, like it's not like it was baseless. It's like, sure, it was like spiked because everybody was on the internet more. I'm sure, but I mean, it did have a lot of like. There's this person who record themselves calling them, and they're like, "Oh, like I was looking at this no, cabinet." Amber, fact check: Wayfair CEO Niraj Shah has not stepped down. That's literally was a like headline. Did he like not like go back or something? Because I checked it at the there's time. There's many headlines that say did not step down. Did not step down. Maybe that False came rumors. out afterwards. Whoa. Okay. Well, check me then. <laughs> I don't. I don't feel like going into the the facts of this thing, but I do want to bring up that there was a lot of fake news. Um, and the concept of fake news on things that weren't even fake uh, that came up this year, especially, and people didn't know what to believe. That was really tough. I hated that, especially being somebody who is interested and passionate about the journalism field. That sucks. Like, we can't trust anything anymore. And Mm -hmm. I'm glad that a lot of things did come to light that, like, we didn't know the entire time that was happening. But at the same time, it's like, bruh, like, why are we... Like, things are literally false in front of us and there's a group of people that believe them too. And that was, like, mad weird. But also, like, this whole Wayfair thing, like after that the epstein documentary came out remember like that was a thing and that had me going because i was up all night researching a bunch of different people and i'm like all these people in this elite class illuminati and this and that and now i'm a conspiracy theorist like where did this come from like there was so much and i think like when you're at home and you're like watching all these things there's just so many things that you can end up tying and you get lost in it um Facts. Remember how lost we got in uh, Tiger King? That happened this year. <laughs> yeah, like no we way were. That was this year. It why just, were like, we it's... all? The entire world was obsessed with Tiger King. I've never seen that. Kind of, I remember Black Box. Like everyone was on that, but not on a level of Tiger King. Why yeah. do we all decide that this thing is important? Because and Carol we... Baskin killed her husband. Locked him. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like everyone's like, oh, I don't know what to do. All right, let's watch Tiger King. 
I know, right. but it, it like hyped itself. It was hyped. Like yeah. the hype hyped it up. But it yeah. was yeah. it was like interesting. It was. It was like I wasn't was well bored made. watching it. Like yeah. no. I remember I went on my social media one day on Facebook. This is what made me watch it. I went on social on Facebook and like I think like out of the first six posts, two of them were about Tiger King. And as I kept scrolling, it was like just averaging out to like memes. And there's so many memes I didn't understand because I didn't watch it. And like people kept making references and I was like, I really mm, I should go watch this real quick. TikTok almost got banned. Uh, Remember? Okay. That was actually insane. Yeah. It like every you know every week it was, it? oh, it's getting banned. Oh, it's not. Oh, it is. Oh, it's not. Like for a month. But it was it actually did it like you know like when you send a TikTok over text message, like you can see the whole thumbnail and it's like shows you what the picture of what the TikTok looks like. When I was when it was saying it was being banned, I texted it and it started going from just that to like um a un like a picture you couldn't see and then it went to just a link and it was like mm. they were like removing it like in a way that was like not being what is it like with other apps integrated integrated with other apps i was like whoa yeah. this is crazy and then all of a sudden everything got fine again and they were all sending perfectly fine again yeah. I remember there's a there's a point where they were like after this date you won't be able to download from the app store. I think they removed yeah. it for a little bit, and then I was like I'm not having this issue. So like, but apparently after some date you couldn't download it from the app store. Yeah. But like, we're thankful that it's still around because yeah, uh, I want to give a shout out to Shamir. He really just took over our Ronopono TikTok and grew us to what is it almost 40,000 uh, followers oh, yeah. now with all this time that we're having I was just like yo let's put all our old videos on TikTok and right. just been crazy and that's why we've been just like repackaging uh, all of our content on that and reels and um, just TikTok has been huge for us because there's all these kids that are from the 2000s um, that are now <laughs> discovering us um, yeah. because they didn't know that we existed and that's incredible because they're only on TikTok yeah. so that's cool Everything, speaking of fake news, was cake. Everything was cake. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you couldn't trust anything because as soon as you thought that something wasn't, somebody would put a knife to it, and then it is indeed cake. made of cake. That was a that highlight, was, I think. That was a, that was a good highlight because yeah. you didn't have to suffer through that. Imagine yeah. if that was your life. <laughs> yeah. um, Quibi. Remember Quibi? Like, Quibi was all in our faces there was this <laughs> app that was supposed to be like the next thing and then it totally failed it's supposed to be like tv shows but like tick uh vertical yeah yeah wait did, is did they do they not have it anymore they spent 1.75 billion dollars <gasps> on it and then shut it down six months after they shut it down oh yeah it's oh, gone sucks. that's crazy i don't know who thought of that there were so yeah. many celebrities that had shows on there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep, it's That's gone. Crazy. I don't see it on the App Store. I think the crazier story is that uh, Borat came back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. That was that was awesome to see, but it was like it was crazy cuz it was relating to the times. And yeah. when we were little, like Borat was just this super offensive, funny thing that like, you know, nobody publicly said that they love and then now mm -hmm. Borat 2 is this like woke um you know social justice kind of movie and it's still pretty funny but <laughs> so much happened this year the pentagon released ufo videos and no one cared 
Do you remember this? There was like UFO videos that came out and people were just like, who cares? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Coronavirus. Really yeah, quickly, these this. are barely pictures or videos, by the way. <laughs> okay, but the Pentagon released them. Okay, but like barely. Even, but like why? Like, you, like why would the Pentagon release like you would think that they would be like, oh, like so close, like zoomed in, like you could even see like the metal in the spaceship or something. Like, this is just a ghost doing its thing. Why, why would the Pentagon release them though? Uh, let's the, point, the point crazy? is like I don't really, I don't really care, right? Like, whatever. I agree with you. Like, it doesn't look like much, but the weird thing is that literally, like everyone was, we didn't even give it attention because yeah. there was just so much going on. That's the weird thing. Here's why. Here's one that Amber would like. Oh. Uh, the the leader of the anthem coronavirus made the song WAP. Which was WAP honestly monumental, historic, never been done before. Like honestly, a moment for all of us to really relate woman to woman, you know? Anyways, <laughs> it that's, took that's over TikTok to another level. That was like another level of like TikTok dance revolution. It was everywhere. And Megan Thee Stallion really like pioneered that thing, by the way. With Savage, WAP, uh, Girls in the Hood, um, Body Yaddy Yaddy. Like she really like did her thing this year. That should be on that list. Megan Thee Stallion, period. Hot girl, leader. She gets shot in both feet and is twerking on her with her knees and everything fully functioning. Like that to me is inspiration. We good? I, no. I just wanted to give you enough time to get all of that out. I'm just saying. It's like, wow. That's that's she where I would, really went I from like hot girl leader Megan to like sister Megan because I really have a lot of respect for her. We good? I'm good. <laughs> that's that's where I want to end that list. Right there. <laughs> that's Save where, the best for that's last. Where all things, yeah, you guys best don't for last. Like at all? No, we do. Best for last. That's why we're saving it for the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we agree. Yeah. Usually, oh, usually God. this much time in, we've lost basically like ninety-five percent of the audience. Anyway, so whatever kind <laughs> well, of thoughts you have. You need to cut this and put it in the beginning because it's the most important. Okay, I want to ask you guys: Where do we go from here? What do you, this has been quite a year. So many things happen. So much uh, learning and growth uh, has happened outside and and, and internally. Um, What do you make of 2020? Don't give me an email. Don't give me an email answer. What are you looking at as 2020? How do you make sense of it? How do you go into 2021? The year of the um, introverts thriving and the extroverts slowly losing mental sanity. (laughs) Interesting. That's a good one. It that is your me. experience. Amber, Amber, Amber is an extrovert, mm-hmm. and she and so that was it was a tough year for you. You're saying, for sure. It taught me how to optimize, like how optimize how to like change my life to be as efficient and emotionally, uh, logically, financially possible. Because right, like when you're put in such a hard situation you're like all right how do i adjust to this and then i just put everything and made it easy for me as possible so so you were able to basically like organize like take prior, time prioritize. have the time to okay yeah what about you yeah like 
I I also got to got a chance to do that, like getting a planner and stuff, and like just breaking down things um, in the in the way that I was just like, let me let me like step back and look at the entirety of a situation. Yeah, um, yeah. I think prioritize. Yeah. Good ones. Also, like uh, I learned a lot about myself emotionally, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm like okay, um, because before you know you'd hang out with friends, you kind of like forget about bad feelings sometimes. I don't know. That's how I work. Um, but now when you're not like with friends all the time. I'm like, okay, how do I, you know, if I'm feeling down, how do I get myself up? So Mm. then I have to like think, okay, maybe it's the way I eat. Maybe it's working out. Maybe it's uh, watching this movie. So I really be like, okay, I'm feeling bad. What kind of bad is this? Okay, I think I haven't worked out in a bit. So let me work out. And then I really knew how to like tackle my mental issues um, efficiently. Mm. That's dope. Um, I'm, I'm kind of the opposite of Amber where like, and, and the, where I live and the way that I live my life, um, I'm blessed that it didn't impact me a whole lot, but I think that there might be a very small percentage of people that might miss 2020, might miss something about 2020. If going forward, we never face another year like this in a long time, Mm -hmm. there was elements of this year that have been like no other, you know, everybody Mm -hmm. being locked down. Um, spending so much time with family, getting to Shamir, like you're saying, like certain issues, um, whether it be internally in your family or just overall, you know, mm-hmm. on a spiritual quest, whatever it is, like there's something about 2020 that in it, what it felt like in super, like in a very hyperlapse sort of world where technology is ever growing and everything around you is moving super quick this was the year that ev- like there were so many out. people that were slowed down. Yeah. And it's unfortunate in a lot of situations because people's businesses and so many other things were impacted. But at the same time, um, yeah, Some I just think that there's going to be uh-huh, mm-hmm. working it from gave home, them, being on and Zoom. It gave them, like, yeah. I feel the, like as much kids, as it wasn't, weird. as much as it was very difficult for me, it did change me like to the core like before it would take me a longer time for my social meter to run out like as an extrovert but it it would get to that point and I would need to recharge and I need to recharge alone however now I get socially drained way quicker than I did before like I need to time out way more than I did before and it's genuinely from this year like i before it'd be like oh you know like on the fifth day of vacation you know that feeling on the fifth day where you're like oh mm, this is getting a lot around everybody like i'm i think i'm done like i feel that that's me not usually and then now it's like "Mm, by day two i might just want to be in the other room for like maybe an hour by myself or whatever you know yeah i think uh hopping off off that like i also feel like it's been an amazing way to have an excuse to not go somewhere Mm. so like before friends would be like yo let's hang out whatever and i'm like yo low-key i want to like work on stuff or do something you know productive most of the time and um i and then i could be like oh you guys haven't gotten tested or like i don't know if it's it's safe to go there or not so i'm just like Mm. all right i'm like safe and happy and where i can do it you got to be locked in during the lockdown yeah yeah exactly that's true I look at the kids though and I'm like you know um, 
it's weird to not have like school for me i don't remember what i learned in school in grade school like college is where i learned a lot of stuff in grade school i was literally just like that was social interaction and yeah that was that's what like one of the main things you learn um and to be on zoom and like hearing some of my um you know friends uh siblings and like kids that i work with uh their stories about how they experience school it's like it's kind of sad and even like the whole thing about snow days like we would have weeks sometimes not having school because of hurricanes or snow days and like what if they just don't have snow days anymore it's all over like zoom like there's <laughs> they gonna did be have a, lot a snow of day last week but yeah they did <laughs> yeah they had a virtual That's... snow day how and they didn't have what? i don't know they literally were like some people took it the route of like, oh, we don't know what could happen, like power or da da da, all those things. Oh. The other people put out like statements and were like, you know, we've had a lot of like uh, hardships this year, and you guys should enjoy your first snowfall of the year. Mm-hmm. I like but that. you know, the people that I give the biggest shout out to out of everybody, um, I mean, aside from, like, frontline workers and everything like that, obviously, like, you know, mad props to them. They really, you know, were putting their lives at risk and their families and everything had to go through a lot. Um, So first and foremost, them. But after that, like, parents have not only had to keep up with their own jobs, but take on another job that they do not get paid for and, you know, honestly risk their own job to be able to teach. Like... I see my sister-in-law down there with my nephew and she quite literally spends five to six hours a day with him in school and all the parents that I've like nannied for babysat for like just full on venting like I am so burnt out from like not only working from home not being able to go anywhere and teaching my and like literally taking on a whole another full-time job of teaching my kids making sure they get their PE in like they would have um, and school and making sure that they eat lunch, making sure all these things that they didn't have to worry about five days of the week is now an entire responsibility on them and they're not getting paid for it. Yeah. So shout out parents because I know y'all shout really, out. really got challenged this year. Shout out to everybody who went through it, like really, yeah. really went through it. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Strange Flavors. It's been another week. Another flavor. A little less stranger. We'll talk to you next year. Woo!